You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here on the BetQL Network, simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. And if you're watching us on Stadium right now, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. We got two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way, getting you set to bet and win this weekend, not only on the National Football League, but also the English Premier League. Uh, I think Ligue as well with our pal Anthony DeBundo. College football bets coming up for the weekend and bets for UFC 296 when my good friend, the... Brian Campbell stops by 60 minutes from right now. Brad Evans will join us, our stadium teammate, live on the line, noon Eastern weekdays on stadium. Brad will join us next hour, giving us prop bets coming up for week 15 in the NFL. Uh, DeBundo, 40 minutes from now, soccer bets for the weekend. Colin Wilson coming up 20 minutes from now. Always great to welcome Colin Wilson to the show. And coming up at the end of next hour, so an hour and 40 minutes from right now, for everyone watching in the chats, YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv back slash betql continue to fire in your favorite football bets for the weekend and the rationale behind it and ken and i will read those bets on the air we'll give you a shout out and we'll talk about uh whether or not we like your bets so your favorite football bet tell us why you like it could be a side a total you know uh, a parlay a teaser a prop whatever it is send it in youtube and twitch alex Vasano will grab them we will read them and discuss on the air But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on the stadium two hours of the show on this phenomenal football Friday is our good friend. He's got a smile on his face. Been chuckling a lot recently, and we absolutely love it. The great Sam Paniotovic, who you can watch talk about sports betting on Nesson. And by the way, they got a new commercial coming out for the show, which I saw this week on social media. It's pretty badass, man. I got Sam credit. Sam Sam's awesome in the commercial. The commercial's great. So Nesson, you can read his uh, sports betting writing on FoxSports.com. Also check him out on the Bear Bets podcast with our pal Chris Felica. And Sam's sports betting podcast is Chicken Dinner. Find it wherever you find your podcast, and follow Sam on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy Week 15 in the NFL to you and yours, my friend. I have to tell you a story out of the gate because you two will appreciate this. So last Saturday, I'm on a bus with about 25 guys from Chicago who flew into Boston to go to Army Navy. And it's, you know, day of the game. It could be anywhere from hour and a half, two hours to get down to Gillette for a Patriots game or something like Army Navy or for a concert. So this whole bus ride, these degenerates are like, got to take the under. And I'm, I'm trying to explain to them how it opened 32 and now it's 27 and a half. And it's now is not the time to bet the under. So what I did was I converted this whole bus from under 27 and a half to first quarter under. And that nice. bus ride was a lot of fun coming back home with a zero, zero first quarter. 
that, that, that what was the line like cut it like a piece of pizza cut yeah. it into fours that was a yeah, delicious piece of quarters. pizza last week i think we quoted that in the in the tweet we sent we out with the video too i think that's yeah it's a pizza you cut it into four quarters well happy you were able to i mean just like a an army navy game with a low total is is one thing but like an army navy game with a low total that ends on a safety like a an irrelevant safety for the game with no time left to like hit the over the game is like absolutely ridiculous and just uh it's like the game that it, it always delivers as a game and as an experience and it always delivers as a gambling thing too speaking of college football sam so this is this tells you what time of year we're in right now i don't bet a lot of bowl games i kind of unplug like the transfer portals open i have a hard time keeping track of all this stuff like this is why i rely on like you and other people we have on the show so alex our producer writes in the chat some games that you want to talk about and he writes ucla boise state and i literally have to ask the following questions i go is this college football because we're in that time of the year and he goes yes i go is this a bowl game and he goes it's the la bowl and i have to say los angeles or louisiana like what i don't know i have i know nothing about what we're talking about here so ucla and boise are playing it's during during bowl season maybe it's tomorrow i don't know uh what is our bet in this game and, and maybe tell me a little bit more about it you really dressed it up there, Kenny. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the I setup. worked at it. I, uh, yeah. It's one of my favorite bowl games of all time, the Starco Brands Los Angeles Bowl. I mean, one of my favorites, one of my favorite all-time bowl games. The problem is, and, you know, Nick could vouch for me here, I, you know, I, I send these games Friday morning usually. There were still some fours in the market, UCLA 4. It, it got blasted about an hour and a half ago. I mean, it's five and a half everywhere. So I – naturally I don't love it as much. I mean, there's a big difference between minus four and minus five and a half, but here's what I can tell you. It, it's going to be quarterback three for Boise state. He's a true freshman, CJ Tiller. Not only is he a true freshman, he's never played a snap of college football. So that's not ideal. And it's sounding more and more like Chip Kelly's going to have Ethan Garbers at quarterback. He was the guy who started the season before they went to the Dante Moore experiment. And obviously that didn't work out. So it's quarterback one against quarterback three. And aside from the edge and quarterback experience, I think UCLA has a really good defense. I mean, they've struggled to move the ball this year, but you know, defensively, they were very, very impressive. And, and, and I would argue before the season, nobody thought their defense would be better than their offense. So I, I think this Bruins defense is going to suffocate Boise's offense. Boise's not going to be able to move the ball all that much. And let's also not ignore, this is a very formidable Pac-12 against the Mountain West. I, I know, I, I agree with you. I don't have a lot of bull bets, and I probably bet maybe three or four we get good info and then good info comes off of the other team. And you're like, okay, this is, it's a wash at this point, but that's, that's what you deal with when you bet bowls. I have UCLA minus four. If you still want to bet it, you can lay a little five and a half shorten the wager though. And definitely don't lay six if it gets there. But I do think the Bruins are going to, they're either going to win by two touchdowns or they're going to lose outright. So I, I don't want to say that numbers don't matter because obviously they do, but, I still like the Bruins in the game. All right, so Sammy rolling with UCLA against Boise State in college football. Uh, Sam, let's go to the professionals. Game of the week in the NFL, Buffalo and Dallas on Sunday in Western New York. Right now, the Bills about a two-point home favor, total about 50, and we'll kind of like wait until Sunday to see like what the weather is going to be like coming up on Sunday in Buffalo. What do you have for us here with the Bills against Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? I do have a weather report for you. It's been on my tab all week long on the top of my Chrome. Uh, 18 and 19 mile an hour winds in uh, Orchard Park. It's going to rain, but the rain to me doesn't really matter. I mean, you can still throw the ball in the rain. 
It's it's one of those spots where I, I think Dallas is is clearly one of the better teams in the NFC, but I just I don't like these dome teams going outside in the elements. Last week we discussed you got to bet Chicago against Detroit because Jared Goff's hands are going to be cold, and he played like such a wuss in that game, and he always does in the cold. Not to say that Jared Goff equals Dak Prescott, but I do think Buffalo is clearly a lot more prepared to play a game in windy New York, 20-mile-an-hour winds. And, look, this is probably going to be one of those, like, sharp square sides. You know, I know a lot of wise guys laid one, and then people piled on at two, got to two and a half, and then the buyback came. Because Dallas is still a really good team catching points, but I'm always very cognizant of those teams. I mean, when you get a nine or a ten-win team in early December, go on the road, and they're getting two or three, that's usually like a 40% side. It just is. I saw that on Bet Labs like the last 15 years, teams with 10 wins that are dogs are, are 34, 35%, something like that. So, I mean, that's a big sample size. And I, I really think, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo's hanging on by a thread, man. But if they win this game, then they get Easton Stick, then they get Bailey Zappi, and, and they could very well be in the playoffs. So, I think the urgency is there, and I, I do like Buffalo. I, I, I hate that it's kind of sharp and square, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Well, yeah, and, and to your point, Sam, like kind of like Niners Eagles, it's like one of those games where, like, if you just ask people who watch football, what do you think the spread is, or who do you think's better, or like, oh, well, the better record, whatever, and like the Niners are three and a half point road favorites. Like, there there is like an interesting quality to those kind of games too. In 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 college basketball, it's like the. Uh, the unranked team, what is it like the ranked team on the road and the unranked teams favored or something. And like that actually covers a ton. Just like there's a weird dynamic. Sometimes uh, this game, Sam also profiles is like an insanely important game for the most valuable player race. And I actually hopped in with you last week prior to the Tennessee game on Tyree kill at like 25 to one. So we can kind of like commiserate together a little bit that it, it seems like he's really unlikely to win now. But you said last week, I asked you who was the player that kind of scared you the most to prevent you from cashing that ticket. And you said Lamar Jackson. You didn't say Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott, who are the two favorites. I'm curious, like, kind of what your updated opinion is of this market. Like, you had some Tyreek. I do, too. It seems like that's kind of by the wayside. Like, or do you want to hop back in on somebody else? Are you on the sidelines? How would you handicap MVP right now? I did laugh that one book actually shortened Tyreek Hill. I, I had to laugh at that. You know, Tua was 8-1 to one at one book and 16-1 to one in another book. And then that book moved Tua to 20 and Tyreek to 13. <laughs> I, I had to laugh because it's like, oh, yeah, Tyreek's clearly more valuable than Tua. But I look, as I, I've been talking about all week and people have been DMing me, hey, should I, should I pile on Tyreek? And I'm saying no. I mean, you, you, this is not the point to add more Tyreek when it's sub-20. Um, Lamar still scares me. You know, he's got a pretty big game against Jacksonville coming up. I think that's – isn't that the prime time game? Yeah, that's a Sunday night game, Lamar against Trevor Lawrence. So, at, at the number, Kenny, I, I still think Lamar 5-6-1, to one, if you can find a, a steal six, is good. Um, I mean, clearly Prescott and Purdy are favorites, but I don't want to sit here on your show and say, hey, bet Dak at 3-2 to two or Purdy at 180-190. Um, for the value, I think it's Lamar, but – it's probably one of those two NFC quarterbacks, and, and I'm okay with that. I thought Tyreek Hill had a great run. just sucks that he got hurt. You know, like that's the worst because it, oh, yeah. it was a really good bet at 125-1, to 1. And, and he rolls an ankle. That's out of my control. Yeah. Agreed on all counts. 
you get the sense he was so live too. Yeah, like he absolutely. listened to how people talk after the fact. Like, like after the fact, were everyone's upset, like, "I feel like." Yeah. After the fact, everyone's like, "Oh man, I was gonna vote for him." You're like what? <laughs> like when he was way he was that live? Like he was like, "You were gonna vote for him?" Oh man, that uh, we cut few games left. We'll see what happens. It, it reminds me when I was in college and I like I thought I always thought this girl was really pretty, and then after we graduated, I ran into her and she was she was married at the time, and she's like, "How come you never taught to me in college?" I was like, "I didn't think you and and." And she like it was like it was too late. Kind of like the Tyreek thing. Anyway, yeah. you better you bet with Nick and yes because I was uh, big was big 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 was tw- twisted something. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Friday. Sam Paniadovich is our guest on Twitter at sp shoot. Sammy, let's go back in time because we went to Sunday. Let's go back to Saturday. Thoughts on the Saturday night game, my friend, with the Broncos and the Lions in Motown. Any bets here? I know sharp guys that laid four with Detroit, and I I do tend to agree this is a good spot for the Lions getting back home. um, You know, it's fun to pick against Dan Campbell, and, uh, you know, they were just awful in Chicago last week. But getting back home in the Dome where they're averaging four touchdowns per game is probably a good thing. Also consider Denver Broncos playing their third straight road game. Never ideal. But I look at Detroit's defense. It is a problem. Last five games. Detroit's defense, or Detroit, I guess, as a team, has given up 38, 26, 29, 28, 28. And it's not like they were facing murderers row. Chargers, Bears twice, Packers, and Saints. I mean, that's not the 1927 Yankees in terms of offense. But Detroit is going to score in this game. And I have a feeling this is one of those let's beat up on a kind of fake good team. I just feel like we're in for a, a 28, 24, uh, a 31-27 type final the secondaries are not great. Um, Denver's going to struggle to tackle a lot of the uh, the heavy hitters for Detroit. Detroit's going to run the ball well. Laporta is a nightmare in this game. And I, I really do feel like as long as we get that horse to set the pace early, we get a 7 nothing maybe first couple minutes, then it's 7-7 after one. It's going to bleed over. And at, at 48, I, I'm a fan of the over. I, I play it up to like 49. Sam, we got like uh, a minute left to go here. I am told we do have a chuckle game for this week, which is like brings warmth to my heart this time of year. Uh, what is it? You got about 60 seconds to go. The chuckle game has been a winner this year, but it's maddening. Seven and six, 13 games, seven wins. So we're just scratching even. Things are weird right now at Montana's or uh, North Dakota State. I mean, the coach is leaving to take a job at USC, but he's still going to coach this week. And I, I'm being told to move blindsided the team. Guys are thinking about where they're going next and all that. But really, the most important thing, Ken, is I have Montana better on a neutral. I have them like point, point and a half better than North Dakota State. The game is in Montana. It's a home game. So I, I feel like this number should be three and a half, four. That doesn't mean that my number is the best number, but I'm playing the better team at home. Uh, the number on Montana, 308-924, Montana minus two. That is the chuckle game this week. And hopefully we'll be laughing all the way to the bank with Grizzlies. the Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah, rawr. Sammy, appreciate uh, it, brother. Uh, Nesson, <laughs> Nesson, to put on the blue sweat. Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Sam on Twitter, at SP Shoot, my friend. Best of luck with all the bets. Uh, have a great weekend, and we will catch up with you next week, my friend, hopefully before the holidays hit, uh, here on You Better You Bet. All righty, yes, you will. You got to work on that grizzly, too, man. What was that? Okay, give, me a, give me a grizzly roar. <laughs> It was like a, it's like a super villain. That was good. It was like a monster. That's great. It's like a, that's like the bear from the Revenant. 
Like that was yeah, that was that was pretty good. All right, on the other side, we'll welcome in our good friend Colin Wilson to the show from the Big Bets on Campus podcast and the Action Network. Uh, Colin, quite literally, is doing all the work on college football, so none of us have to. He joins us next. You better, you bet. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. A great conversation in the last segment with our friend Sam Paniotovich. Anthony DeBundo from the Wonder Gold Podcast and the Action Network joins us in 20 minutes. Premier League bets for the weekend. My friend the Brian Campbell, 40 minutes from now, UFC 296. Brad Evans joins us in an hour. Prop bets for the weekend in the National Football League. And again, just a reminder for the people watching on YouTube and Twitch, uh, type those bets into the chat, your favorite football bet for the weekend. Tell us why you like it. We will read those bets, shout you out on the show, and we'll talk about whether or not we like the bets. That's coming up at 5.40 p.m. Eastern Time, Power Hour, Final Hour, featuring all our bets for tonight and all our bets for the weekend in the National Football League, including a special Prop King segment for the three games coming up tomorrow. Saturday in the National Football League. Uh, Colin Wilson joins us now on the show. And like, uh, I, I love talking wrestling with Colin. We were just talking about it during the break, but this is not a, this, this is not for wrestling, unfortunately. This is going to be a college football conversation with our pal Colin Wilson. And Colin doesn't know this because he can't because he's not listening to the radio hits that I do around the country. But I got asked like all the time about, hey, like, how do you handicap college football during bowl season? And I give like an answer saying like, hey, you can do it. Like you can win. You just have to pay attention in a way that I'm not willing to do. But listen to you better you bet. Because we're going to have great guests that, like, do the work and act, and kill it with the stuff, like our guy Colin Wilson, who joins us now on a phenomenal football Friday. Colin is on Twitter at underscore Colin1. Colin, of course, spelled with two L's. The podcast, Big Bets on Campus, along with our friends, friends of the show, Stucky and Brett McMurphy. Uh, we encourage people to check that out. And all of Colin's written work can be found over at the Action Network, my friend. Welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy bowl season to you and yours. Yeah, happy bowl season. Hopefully, uh, I mean, it. The, tra- the more the transfer portal has been so wild and coaches and opt-outs. Like, I remember, like, bowl season used to be a really easy handicap like eight years ago. You just handicapped the players and the coaches, and that was it. But now it's like a 24-7 constant monitor, and tomorrow's going to be wild. There's going to be people that sit out that we had no clue, no warning, no anything. So expect the board to be wild tomorrow. Oh, boy. Wild, wild board <laughs> alert. Oh boy! <laughs> so, yep. just, uh, so the I can't can't wait. Wake wake up tomorrow morning, uh, eleven a.m. Eastern time, Colin Bulls, and we're gonna go game by game here. If you don't have any bets, obviously, you can just pass the game. Honestly, we could we could go to the next one, but figure it's worth at least hitting on all of them in case the board gets crazy. Uh, Georgia Southern and Ohio at eleven a.m. will kick off uh, bowls tomorrow in the uh, I believe this is the Myrtle Beach Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, uh, where Georgia Southern rightfully a three point how could they not be a three point favorite uh, against ohio which is like where all the rorks went right like the guy who backed yeah. up uh easton stick last night so uh, what are we doing here myrtle beach bowl 11 a.m you keep yeah, saying that rorks the backup it's a hacksaw max duggan is the backup only because you've said it like oh, yeah. nine times who's, over the course of the last 24 who's, hours who does rourke rourke back up? jacksonville he's like he's the third oh, behind Bethard. okay that's Got right it. they played in the <laughs> okay, playoff game. that's why yeah. He did. Colin, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, this one will be Curtis Rourke, who's already left the program and committed to Indiana. Remember that name because that's a really uh, what's going on in Indiana. They're going to be a play on team next year. Um, in this bowl game, when I was talking about things are going to happen and it's going to move, I think this bowl game specifically is one of them. Uh, there was a pretty steep buy on Ohio within the last couple hours. Number took off from three and a half down to two and a half at most of the shops. 
This is a combination of, and here's another thing you have to handicap when you come into these bowls, as if it wasn't enough to try to handicap Parker Navarro, who's never done anything for Ohio playing quarterback. Um, you also have people that laid into bets early. Uh, they're going to come back and try to get the best of the numbers. So make sure you find out exactly what's going on with these numbers. But I, I don't know how Ohio scores any points here whatsoever. They're down to their third string quarterback. He has no experience. They've lost both their running backs. They've lost both their two targets on offense. Their defense plays excellent. I think this is an extremely low-scoring game. Going to be a little wind involved. And Georgia Southern's not some sort of offensive powerhouse here. Davis Brennan, their quarterback, throws behind the line of scrimmage. He has one of the lowest average depth of targets in the nation. So I really like under in this game. The point spread, if you got it early, Georgia Southern, like on the plus, or if you got a money line, just monitor this because this line is moving in direction of Ohio for one reason, one of two reasons. One, Davis Brennan might be out. That would be bad for Georgia Southern. Two, Sharps are just coming back and getting the best of that three and a half. All right, Colin, let's move on now to Jacksonville State and Louisiana. This, of course, will be the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. I see that, I think, like the R.L. Stein Goosebumps Bowl, but whatever. Jacksonville State and Louisiana. Uh, Jacksonville State, close to a three-point favorite here. Two and a half, two and a half is juiced towards Jacksonville State. Total 58 and a half. What about the New Orleans Bowl? Yeah, this is something I said on our Big Bets on Campus podcast is how far do we let these lines go before we say, well, we have to buy the other side. Everybody wants a piece of Jacksonville State because first year in FBS, first year to be in a bowl, but now they're taking on a Louisiana team that they've been in this bowl seven times in the last 12 years. Two years ago, they won this bowl with their head coach. This is going to be a rush explosives exclusive. Everything is going to be on the ground. The game should be a coin flip. A little bit of an edge of Jacksonville State's defense here, but the game should be about a coin flip. That's why you're seeing a harsh buyback on that number in the market. I expect Louisiana is going to cover. If you can get a three sometime between now and kick, Louisiana is a team that's going to cover. And Jacksonville State, cash all those tickets that people got at Moneyline? I'm not sure because their defense is pretty shoddy too, um, and they just don't have the depth on their depth chart that, that, uh, that Louisiana would have in the Sun Belt. Colin, uh, three thirty Eastern, the Cure Bowl from uh, Orlando, Florida, and there's actually it's it's funny to see like in some of these bowl games like what the opener was and what it is right now. You're just like, is this like a different sport than what we thought we were playing at this point in terms of, like Missouri, Ohio State? If we had to do that in a couple weeks, like what what? And because uh, right. like literally like the teams are the teams are totally different. This game kind of the same setup. So App State opened a little more than a field goal. They are now six and a half. Six and a half, a little different. The total opened high forties. Now it's forty-one. So a lot of movement in this game in the Cure Bowl. Uh, what are we? Yeah. What are we thinking about betting here? Well, there's going to be twenty mile an hour winds down in Orlando. There's going to be a little bit of rain, but I, I said this before: it always rains in Florida. So, uh, but the wind is really pretty big, and that helps the Miami of Ohio team that has a way better defense, way better special teams. They're number one in the nation in special teams. So field position, kicking, punting, everything is going to go in favor of Miami Ohio. I do like App State in this. They have far more talent. They can get the ball downfield. And when you look at Miami, Ohio, they don't even have a quarterback. He's had two completions his entire career in three years. That was against Robert Morris last year. So, again, another MAC team bringing zero experience underneath center. And what these odds makers are trying to do is find a number where we can get some buyback here. And this, I think, at seven is going to get a sharp buy on Miami. So, I will say I have an App State minus five ticket. I'm going to let it ride. But if I see a seven, seven half, I'm coming in on Miami of Ohio. 
You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday. Joined by our friend Colin Wilson from the Action Network, the Big Bets on Campus podcast on Twitter at underscore Colin1. Colin with two L's. Colin, quite literally, has done all the work on bowl season, so like, so you don't have to. ActionNetwork.com. Big Bets on Campus will feature all of his plays, and Colin is so good to us, so like, be sure to check it out and always support what he does. Colin, kind enough to be giving us all his thoughts on the games coming up on Saturday this week, Saturday, December 16th in college football. All right, Colin, let's go to the New Mexico ball. We absolutely can't wait for this one. And that is New Mexico State and Fresno State. Um, current betting market here at BetMGM is New Mexico State about a three and a half or a four point favor total, about 51 uh, bets here with New Mexico State and Fresno State. Yeah, there's uh, call me square. There's no number that's going to have me get off my New Mexico State position. This is a number that I think could float up to six and I still wouldn't buy back on Fresno State. Their linebacker coach is going to be the interim coach for this game. Uh, Tim Skipper after Jeff Tedford had to step aside for medical reasons. But let's get to the star of this game. It's Diego Pavia, the quarterback for New Mexico State, who has covered 10 games this season. This is the bowl that they wanted. Last year, they got shipped up to the quick lane bowl. Their fans couldn't make it. Travel logistics problems. They can make this one. There's going to be a heavy influence of Mexico State fans here in the Albuquerque. And when you look at what New Mexico State runs with Diego Pavia, they run power which means they're going to load up with a couple tight ends on one side. They're going to have a weak side guard pull and hit that hole. No one has been able to stop Diego Pavia, not even Auburn in their own building. This is a number. I don't care how much money and tickets is on New Mexico State. It can run to six. I'm not backing off my position on the Aggies. All I was thinking about during that answer is like, shipping up to quick lane. Whoa. Uh, L.A. Bull next. And I had to ask in the last segment, Colin, this is how out of it with bulls I am. I was like, Los Angeles or Louisiana or something else. Like what, what LA bull? Okay, great. Uh, UCLA is playing in it. So I guess I should have known the answer. Uh, they're playing Boise and there's been a lot of interest in the Bruins. I think since open, I think we went over that in the last segment as well. Uh, they are now a five and a half point six in some places favored over Boise state. The total is 48. Yeah, this, uh, well, this is now sponsored by Rob Gronkowski. So if you like hearing him sing the national anthem and doing a twerk, <laughs> that's what you would tune in for. Uh, now, this game for me is an under, and I can make a case for UCLA here on the side. There's a lot of talk about how UCLA lost Laotu Latu, their best pass rusher. Uh, they're kind of a mess on offense. They've lost some key players in their secondary, but that's not the handicap in this game. The handicap in this game is can you stop Ashton Genty, the running back for Boise State, who has gone over 100 all-purpose yards in his last four games? He's absolutely on fire. And the thing that I get worried about, the reason why I would side with UCLA in this one, is because if you look at Ashton Genty's game, it comes completely from inside zone. Boise doesn't have Taylor Green. He's hit the portal. He's gone his way to Arkansas. They're going to run with a quarterback, C.J. Tiller, true freshman. He's never ran inside zone. I went and watched his high school tape for an hour. He doesn't run inside zone. So you're not going to be scared of Ashton Genty running the ball whenever it's the zone read. It's like, you know, where is the defender going to go? He's going to go to Ashton Genty. So, and also this quarterback, CJ, I've never seen him pass in the flats to Ashton Genty. He runs a lot of wheel routes out of the backfield. So I think there is a path for a UCLA front seven that was able to maintain their best run stoppers to stop Boise here. What happens on the UCLA offensive side? I don't know. They'll get us enough points. I like a first half under. I also like UCLA here. All right, and let's close here, Colin. The last bowl game coming up tomorrow, the Independence Bowl with uh, Texas Tech and Cal. Uh, Red Raiders, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 58. Yeah, this bowl game's gross. There's a lot of players on both sides. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love bowl season, and you're never going to hear me say there's too many games, but this one's gross. Uh, there's so many players in the portal on both sides. I think what you need to pay attention to is Jaden Knott, the star running back for Cal. 
uh, made an announcement. I think it was on this morning on Twitter about how he is going to keep playing at Cal. He'll be in the bowl game. That is one of the best star uh, skill positions that's going to be in this game right now. My problem with Cal, I'm going to take Cal first half. That's the bet. But my problem with Cal is that their offense is coached by one man, and it's their offensive line coordinator. They have no quarterback coach. Their tight end coach left for UC Davis. Their coordinator's gone. Uh, he's a Baylor. And really, what are the halftime adjustments that's going to come out of Cal? They have an offense that can score, can move down the field on this Texas Tech defense, but what are the adjustments that you're going to make at halftime when you only have one guy coaching the offensive side? So I'm going to take Cal in the first half in this game, maybe live bet the second half. I don't know. There, I mean, 30 missing players when you combine them both, it's a lot, but I do like Cal on the offense in the first half. Colin, there's kind of like sporadic weekday games coming up th this week and like one a day or whatever until, and we would love to have you on next Friday, by the way, if you're available, obviously getting close to the holiday, but between now and then, and really just in the next like four or five days, Western, so you kind of take your pick here, like favorite bet, Western Kentucky, Old Dominion, that's Monday, uh, Monday yeah. afternoon too, by the way, ooh, uh, uh, before Monday night football, of course, UTSA Marshall, Tuesday night. Syracuse South Syracuse South Florida Thursday night uh, Syracuse is a small favorite in that game but those three any any bets in those three games are a favorite bet maybe of the three I have a bet in all three of them so I'll try to be quick I love Old Dominion I think you can still take it at three uh, this is a game like New Mexico State where I'm not sure what the number is where I would buy back on Western Kentucky because Western Kentucky is a horrible horrible football team they are missing a ton of players they're missing coaching staffs we don't know who's going to play quarterback uh, there's a lot of problems, but the underlining message in the famous Toastery Bowl, which I think is a place you can get brunch and get drunk, um, is that they have a running attack. Old Dominion has a running attack that's sixth in the nation explosives. Western Kentucky's defense is 125th in allowing rush explosives. So this is going to be Old Dominion up and down the field all day. I have no love for Marshall whatsoever. I don't know how they score a single point. So UTSA, I think, is good up until about – 13 i can see there was some buyback in the market i'm not sure who's buying marshall they don't have a quarterback they don't have anybody on offense that can score any points and that was a problem the entire season they're a dead nut under team a lot of people want the under in this game but i would worry that utsa could throw up a 50 burger here so i'd be careful with that and then yeah i took syracuse uh south florida is absolutely atrocious on defense garrett schrader is supposed to be playing healthier laquint allen the running back is healthy he's going to play here if those two are on the field, that's the two best players in this game. And I know it's gross to take Syracuse because they were so bad down the stretch, but they're the better team and they have the better talent. And obviously if those two are playing, they have a purpose and they want to win this game. Colin, let's close with this. About 30 seconds to go. For people not watching on video, Colin's wearing a Tampa Bay Rays hat. Uh, just traded Tyler Glass now to the Dodgers as they continue to like build like this all-star team. And obviously signed the guy you might have heard of named Shohei Otani. Um, and do you, does the Dodgers, what the Dodgers did with Otani and then Glass now, make you want to do anything as you get set to bet baseball this coming season in about 30 seconds? I think plus 250 to win the NL is far too big. I, this should be more like plus 150 right now. They are a, a, a virtual cinch to make the playoffs. They're going to continue to build to the pitching staff because Shohei's not throwing this year. Uh, the lineup from one to the bottom is unbelievable. Uh, I think plus 250 on the Dodgers for the NL is a really good buying price for a team that's going to make the playoffs. And they'll be, I, I wouldn't hedge till the NLCS. I probably wouldn't hedge at all, but uh, this is going to be the most complete team. And remember, I said this to you guys, I said it everywhere. The Dodgers purposely didn't spend any money over the last year just to get these players this year. And they're not done buying with the pitching staff. 
Colin, we appreciate it, man. Thank you very much for joining us. And again, for the people out there, you like Colin's thoughts on the bowl games, doing this for every single bowl game on the Action Network website, the Big Bets on Campus podcast, and he's on Twitter at underscore Colin1. My friend, you are the absolute best, much better than a Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho promo segment on a Wednesday on AEW. Stay well, good luck with the action, and we'll talk to you soon. Golden Jets, baby. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, Give me the Winnipeg Jets over the Golden Jets. (laughs) On the other side, we'll get some soccer bets coming up this weekend in the English Premier League. And I think we're going to take a trip to Ligon. That's in France. Coming up next with our good friend, Anthony DeBundo. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. From now, get some bets for UFC 296 this weekend with D. Brian Campbell, Showtime, Morning Combat, and CBS Sports. Looking forward to that. Brad Evans will join us next hour. Prop bets week 15 in the National Football League. One hour from now, continue to send them in on YouTube and Twitch. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Your favorite football bet for the weekend with the rationale behind it. Could be a side, a total, a prop, a parlay, a teaser, whatever it is. Same game parlay, whatever. Just uh, make sure you say what the bet is, why you like it. Ken and I will shout you out and we'll talk about that bet coming up 60 minutes, like actually literally 60 minutes from right now. Power Hour, final hour featuring all our bets for tonight, NBA, NHL, um, and our bets for the NFL weekend, including a special Prop King segment for the three games coming up tomorrow on Saturday because the NFL can never let us rest. Uh, We also this weekend have a lot of Premier League to talk about, have a lot of football to talk about. And in order to do that, we welcome in our stud, Saki, uh, Saki, soccer handicapper. It's a kind of a mix of soccer and handy. Yeah. Saki's after soccer. the show. Saki's yeah. after the show, and I, but I hopefully have some ramen noodles. Uh, our stud soccer handicapper is our friend, Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network. And Anthony's soccer betting pod- podcast is the Wonder Goal podcast. We encourage our listeners and viewers to check that out. Anthony, for what it's worth also, and maybe we'll get an NFL bet at the end if we have time, like crushing the National Football League this year. So hit him up on Twitter, at Anthony DeBundo. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Football Friday. He's got the cheese on him. I guess he likes the Packers this weekend. Happy Football Friday, my friend, ahead of a big soccer weekend. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, guys. Huge soccer weekend. Uh, you know, one of the most famous historic rivalries, Liverpool Man United this weekend. There's some really good matches around Europe as well. Uh, some interesting tests for PSG and Bayern coming up as well in their league. So exciting weekend. And we're at the, you know, the, the confluence of like this crazy run of all these teams playing so many matches right now that it's, uh, it's some, some bad soccer at times, but some exciting soccer at other times. Yeah, like what weekday games, like Boxing Day, right? Like everybody plays on. It's like people can go check out the schedule. It's 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 pretty compressed. I remember like when I was in college and used to watch soccer, that would happen all the time. But you alluded to it, Anthony. Liverpool, Man United, kind of like one of the main events, a match that you're clearly really excited for. I'm excited to bet on, which I think is the most important thing. Uh, what are we looking at here from a bet standpoint? 
So it's, it's tough now uh, because the market has gone so far on Liverpool here with all of the team news trending away from Man United. So first off, you know, Liverpool was about minus 210, 220 on the, on the look ahead kind of Sunday morning. And I thought that was short. I, th- I make them pretty close to a full goal and a half here. Uh, but now Bruno Fernandes is suspended for Man United. And I know that he's been getting a lot of criticism because the team's been bad. But if you look at their numbers with and without him and when he's on the pitch, what he does, he has 49 passes into the penalty area. That's 12 more than every player in the Premier League on a pretty bad United team. He is the guy that makes this engine go and this attack go in transition. The only real chance they have here is to sit very deep, absorb a ton of pressure, and try to beat them on the break. Because I do not think... Given the injuries they have, Harry Maguire is out now. Crazy that we're saying he's valuable, but he has been this year. He's out. Uh, Luke Shaw is expected to play, but is not 100% right now. Their midfield is kind of just like piecemealing stuff together. Um, this United team, who just got walked uh, by Bournemouth last week, uh, is still you know a below-average Premier League team. So I think the number's about right now on Liverpool. I do show a little bit of value on the under, because as Liverpool's been getting steam, this over has. I really don't necessarily think it correlates that strongly because I do think the Reds can shut this down just given all of the situation for United without their best attacking player in Fernandes. So uh, I, under three and a half is like minus 110 out there, 105. I think it's a little bit short, so maybe some under, but I think your time to play Liverpool has passed now that they're laying the full goal and a half and up to you know minus 320, 330 on the money line. Liverpool currently find uh, themselves top of the table in the in the English Premier League, thanks in part to Arsenal losing 1-0 last weekend to Aston Villa. Gunners look to get back on track against your team, Anthony. One of your teams, at least. Brighton coming up. Uh, what do you have for us here with Arsenal and Brighton? Yeah, I have many teams. Brighton's one of them. Uh, I think this number's a little bit high from a total perspective. This is like the ugliest bet. This is like the Kansas City Chiefs uh, playing against the Bills and you're grabbing the under and just hoping that you know Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes don't go too hard on you. Uh, and that's really what this matchup is because Brighton, both teams have scored in every Brighton match this season. So that, that starts you at two. Uh, that's a scary thought, uh, to playing the under, but I actually do think at three, even money, it's a little bit high. Uh, and so I, I'm going to grab the under here. Arsenal uh, defensively has been the best team, not just in the English Premier League, but in all of Europe. And I think it's very legitimate if you look at like who they've added and kind of where the market is on this team. But Brighton has very quietly improved their defense. Early in the season, it was all gung-ho attack, gung-ho defense. We're going to win every game, 3-1, 3-2. Since you know, they got a really bad beatdown at Villa, 6-1, they've actually been the fifth best defense in the league. Uh, they've made some tactical tweaks to kind of fix the fact they were conceding so many goals. So uh, I, I do think this is an under game at three. And you know, it's not the most beautiful play in the world, but I do think ultimately we get two more than we get four. So, you know, like even money, I'm going to take the three and hold my nose and, and painfully watch this one. It should be a good match, though. Uh, uh, Brighton plus one, a little bit of value, too, but I like the under more. Uh, Newcastle and Fulham, the next match we're going to do, two teams I think who are in the middle of the table this year. Correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony. And it uh, looks like Newcastle, like a pretty heavy favorite in this game, uh, total between two and a half and three. What do we like here? Well, they were a pretty heavy favorite, but the market has just completely changed course on these two teams. And I think it's the classic, like, Buy low, sell high. We talk about this in every other sport. This is the ultimate example, right? Fulham is at the top of the market. They've scored uh, f- 16 goals in their last uh, five games on eight expected. They've been boat racing people at home. They dominated West Ham at home last week. They beat Forest at home. Uh, took some of my money in the process. Uh, and the market has given them a huge bump. But I think we're kind of at the high watermark. Like this team was still projected to be a bottom four team. If you look at their expected goal difference away from home, they're still fourth worst in the league. Now they go to Newcastle. And the story of Newcastle, if you watch them in the last two weeks, you probably haven't been too impressed. They got smoked at Spurs on Sunday. They got whacked by Everton. 
they've been really bad away from home, and they've been dealing with a ton of injuries. So they've had to play the exact same 11 players every match in Europe, in the league, and it's really piled up. They have not looked great. Um, but I think you know they, they're starting to get some guys back. Callum Wilson started on Tuesday uh, in the Champions League, or on Wednesday, rather, and Dan Byrne came off the bench. So one of their key defenders, one of their key strikers, coming back into this team, I think it makes them better. At home this year, even despite their wobble in form and this market downgrade they've gotten, they are still a top four team by every metric, plus 1.4 XG difference. I make this number minus 170 and it's minus 120. I'm probably a little high. You can regress it to the market, but like I really don't understand how Newcastle is this short at minus 120. So I'm going to take the Magpies at home to win. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday, getting soccer bets from the weekend from our friend Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network and the Wonder Goal podcast on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, we don't have a ton of time left, so maybe like 30 seconds or so for the rest of the answers here. You talk about buy low, sell high, right? I think we have an opportunity to do that. I don't know where you're going with this game here with Brentford and Aston Villa. Villa's super hot, like so hot right now. Like Hansel, uh, third in the table right now and Brentford scuffling. Like, is this a buy low, sell high spot uh, here? And uh, do you like Brentford in this game? What do you have for us here with Brentford and Villa? You know me. It's the bees. I love my bees, especially at home. We've seen this before. Bees go on the road to the worst team in the league. They lose. They're not a great road favorite. They're playing without... Uh, one of their best attackers in Embuemo. He's still going to be out for this match, but we've seen this over and over again. They lose it on the road as a favorite. They come home to the Brentford Community Stadium, and they're a different team, and they're much better uh, at home. Aston Villa, biggest delta between home and away. They had two huge wins at, at home against Man City, at home against Arsenal. Remember two weeks ago, I played them away at Bournemouth, went against them. They didn't win that match. They got badly outplayed. I think this is kind of similar. You can play some plus a half or some pick them, draw no bet, or some money line. I like the Bs here, uh, the clear side for me. Villa's taking a ton of money. I don't really agree with it. So give me the the bees at home. Uh, my tried and true system. Yes, love love the bees. Bzz. Uh, last EPL match, I think Anthony uh, Man City Crystal Palace Manchester City like like an impossibly big favorite in this game. Like even on the three way, they're like minus six hundred. Uh, the total in the match is three. What do we like here in about thirty forty five seconds, and then we will take our tour around the globe afterwards. Yeah, so some interesting movement here on the market. It's come down a bunch on the total. Uh, because Erling Holland is unlikely to play based on Guardiola's comments. So no Holland, but also like the entire Palace team is out. Their two best midfielders are not going to play in this match. Jordan Ayew, who's like their best pressing forward, is out. Alton Edward, who's their best scoring forward, is out. Uh, one of their better defenders is also out. Like they're dealing, they might be down to their third string goalkeeper. So like there's no real way I can get behind Palace in this matchup. Uh, I do like some some under, maybe first half under. They struggle early. Uh, City scuffles without Holland, but this market did get steep today from you know under was like minus 130 up to minus 160 at three and a half uh now i think it's right in line with where i would have it but again if you see that come back i, I do like some under if anything in this one but like i said you know the market's moved a bunch all right where in the world is anthony debondo oh tell me all right buddy where, where are we going in europe for the uh for the where in the world this week what is the play Le dogs uh, a French team called Engl Lille. English translation that, as uh would be would be the the, right. the dogs or yeah like the tables sort of yes like the um, different yeah yeah it's they play in Lille it's Lille against PSG uh, Lille in the northwest of France PSG goes on the road after a really dramatic comeback tie against Dortmund to advance in the Champions League on Wednesday crazy end to that group. Uh, but really, I think this is all about the matchup for for Lille. One, I have them prow rated as the second best team in France. Uh, if you look at what PSG's weakness is, they got rid of Neymar, they got rid of Messi, and they kind of tried to build this new system around younger, more better defensive attackers. They haven't really done it, though. Their defense is still really flawed. And 
teams who can possess the ball and play through their press will have success. Lil is second in possession. Lil is second in pass completion rate. Lil has a really impressive defense. I think this is a live dog for Lil. I like them plus a half, and I like I sprinkled some money line uh, for them to be PSG this weekend. And Lille, for people that don't know, is where Aiden Hazard kind of cut his teeth right before going to Chelsea when they, they won Ligue 1 like over a decade ago. Anthony, great stuff as always, man. We appreciate it. So for the people that don't handicap soccer, Anthony does the work so you don't have to. Action Network, the Wonder Goal podcast on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. And uh, I think Anthony likes the Packers this week as evidenced by the fact he put a cheese head on at the uh, the start of the interview. Uh, and there, it's back on Go right Paco. now. Anthony, yeah. Anthony, we appreciate it, my friend. Best of luck with all the bets this weekend. Stay well, and we'll catch up with you next week before the holiday. Thank you, guys. Our pal Anthony DeBondo joining us here on You Better, You Better. I like that he had the cheese head just like, like as a prop, just like ready to go why, there. Why, yes. I, why, yes, I do have a giant block of cheese right here. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, likes the Packers. Had the, kind of a, a green it, shirt on, but I think that was a soccer jersey. Is it Brie? You know, for for France. Yeah. Uh, our number three coming Christmas up on the time. other side. We will start our number three. Bets for UFC 296 with our good pal, the Brian Campbell. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.